Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. This is Reagan, and we are back with another F the Nice Guy podcast episode. And we've brought back. <laughs> <laughs> There's the laugh again. <laughs> we've brought back one of my OG <laughs> guests, Kate. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Has it? It has been a while. Yeah, I've been listening to all the guests you've had on. It's been a good variety. I like it. I've got get, a lot going on. Get my stale ass out of here and get some of those, those professionals in here. No, immediately, immediately. Like, you've not been on for just a little bit. And my Patreon's like, where's Kate? <laughs> Bring back Kate. Oh, well, that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. I know. You're you're the bee's knees, Kate. Stop. I, when I brought Peyton on here, I was like, it is a relative, but it's not Kate. <laughs> it's my sister yeah but we're back because we both yeah fared witness to something this week and that is the rise and fall of matt rife yeah i don't know when the netflix special dropped i think it was like just yesterday or no, a couple it days had... ago but the timing yeah cup well by the time this is out yeah it'll be like a couple a week ago. days a week yeah 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 but everybody's talking about it all oh my my god yeah he's really i mean so i've had a bad vibe about matt rife from the beginning because he just has like that pretty privilege uh yes energy yes that he knows how good looking he is 100%. and that he he just he's got these facial expressions that give me like yeah, like exactly. Yeah. No so people, your face, but she just nailed it. <laughs> okay, but also people say I look like Matt Rife. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I'm doing especially if I'm pretending to be a guy on my TikTok. You can really the, suck in those yeah those or, cheekbones because I'm. <laughs> it it is be, it's because I'm like trying to smolder and be like touch yeah. my chin, and be like hey, what's up? You know, and then I just somehow I think it's my peepers, my big old peepers, <laughs> looking like Matt Rife. Um. So it was interesting because people would say I look like that and I never wanted to come out and like say why I did not like the comparison. (laughs) Well, yeah, he's just like one of those, he's like, like red flags go off right off the bat from him. And it's like, I do, I did follow him. Uh, I probably, I I need to unfollow him, but uh, because I love his crowd work. I think he's really witty. Like that, that stuff is always great. That's Mm -hmm. what I think a lot of women see and i have noticed before this special even dropped i had seen um i can't i should drop her actual handle but it's her name is ashley on tiktok Mm -hmm. she's a short little thing she's like five feet tall um she's really good friends with meredith Steele. uh she posted a video and was like somebody had commented about like hey give us the lowdown on the matt rife show that she went to a live show and she just was like honest about it and she was like it was not good (laughs) like I all I've been seeing is his crowd work on TikTok and these yes. little clips where he's super like quick witted and hilarious, yes. but like his scripted stuff, she just was like, it wasn't. It was very very disappointing. So I was like, that was my first like, hmm, interesting. Like he really, he's not all he's cracked up to be, and um, I've I've since seen a lot of women coming out and saying that because he's yeah. been touring in the area and his shows are selling out and his fan base is predominantly women. I think he was a really good test for women of like getting 
that stomach, like something's not quite right there. Yeah. Because I, so when he started getting famous, so, uh, so just for some background on Matt Reif, if I'm recalling correctly, it was like 2022, he had a video out that was like the lazy hero, but it was crowd banter about this girl, like not liking her boyfriend or whatever and saying he doesn't do anything. And then he was like an EMT. And <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah. he's just out saving lives, you know, I guess yeah. he's so he's so lazy, you know, um, and people really liked him. And so that really inspired like it went viral i think it got like 20 million views within like 48 hours and granted while the crowd work was good i would say a majority of what people liked was how good looking he was and there was no doubt that people find him that fueled it for sure yes he's got the like chin the chiseled chin some say it's surgical i don't know i mean he's got that like abercrombie and fitch model face that's what he looks like but so the interesting thing was he actually was very awkward like so he was in wild and out and he like before he had the veneers like he was a very skinny kid before he started working out so his pretty privilege or whatever we want to call it is much more recent like right and he had been like working the comedy scene for years and years and years and just wasn't taking off like even the show that he was at when he was like the video that he went viral for that show that he was at he wasn't even invited to (laughs) he was like the oh really one yeah he was the plus one of his friend and he had to pay to go to that like he was (laughs) like that's how you know much he was struggling at the time and it wasn't until all the girlies in my opinion saw him and were like oh this guy's kind of hot that like he blew up right and then he's this big thing he's super viral you know he's like saying things like oh i didn't i didn't even like social media like i didn't even like social media and then i just threw this up there kind of like the last ditch effort or whatever and then it, it blew up but i don't even it was almost like that like i don't even care like i don't even yeah. care about despite the fact that like you know he's been active on twitter and whatever else but so that was his vibe was like this, like, I don't even care. And he would like right. talk about being attractive, but like, I'm not, like, there's so many interviews where he's like, you know, I'm not even used to being attractive. Like, that's like how people perceive me, but like, you know, yeah. I don't even see myself the way. Uh, <sighs> yeah. But then that narrative kind of shifted. And <laughs> the first time I saw him, like he's had a lot of sus um, podcast interviews, which we can talk about, but the first time I feel like the internet and the girlies particularly started picking up on some shit from him was like, he did a men's health magazine interview and he was like talking about like, like how hard it is being a good looking guy. Like when you're a good looking guy, like with, with the, you know, you're like ripped arms, people are like looking at your body and like people don't want to laugh at an attractive guy. Like you want guys to like, right. you want people to mm. be interested in your jokes, not just like to look at you. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> so there's just like all these stitches of people like, yeah, it's really mm. hard, Matt. Like it's so hard being- Your life is so difficult. I know. It's, it's really hard for a good looking white man out there. Like, Seriously. It's like, <laughs> it's like the walls are crumbling and you can tell, you know, he, I don't know what year, 2017 maybe or something. He dated Kate Beckinsale. I know. When he was 21 and she was like 40 something. get out stop doing that and like and 
I mean, that didn't even, he didn't even take off at that point. No, but... he was still unknown. And then he, like you said, like 2022 or whatever, he goes viral. Yep. And the the reason his fame is what it is today is largely because of women. Like yes. he is making a lot of money right now. Millions of dollars. Because of the women, the female fans, his fan base. And it's like he he is making it more and more clear that he doesn't like that. Like uh, abundantly. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Matt, this is completely out of just my own <laughs> perception <Right. laughs> and my experience. I think Matt was, and for the record, I have known many a white, like white male <laughs> struggling comedian, right. uh, dated them, been friends with them. Uh, but I think he is... Incel? <laughs> <I'm> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. From his own like description, was a very awkward, like he had very bad teeth that he was, you know, very self-conscious about. And yeah. he had he was a little bit funny. He was a bit of the funny guy, but like I think in general he was a pretty insecure little guy yeah. <laughs> that was didn't like have you much know, game. Didn't have much game, but very much wanted to be the yeah. cool guy, the stand-up comedian that everybody loved and was very desperate for male validation i bet he has the pickup artist book on his bookshelf <laughs> can i just say that because he's that's the vibe it gives yeah yeah he's got that in like uh, a couple of like autobiographies from some stand-up comedians <laughs> so i think that's who he is at his core and right. then i think dude got some veneers and yep. started working out and got really attractive and I don't think who he is on the inside changed. And I think what he still wanted was that male validation. And I think he still has a chip on his shoulder, probably yep. because of not getting women when he was the way he was, uh, yep. when he looked differently. And I think we see that and that like, if you listen to the way that he talks about women, uh, not it doesn't come up in his crowd work as much. But when you listen to his interviews, there is a disdain for women that is very obvious. Yeah. He, the way he, I mean, there was a whole podcast where he's talking about women's vaginas and saying that like uh, a woman's, the top of her, <laughs> you know. That, that rhymes with. Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> the size. Literature. <laughs> literature. The size, the schmittoris, the size of her schmittoris. <laughs> Shut up, Kate. The way Don't, you say words. <laughs> I know. I, I rhyme. I'm like, this is much better than saying spells. the clinical word. <laughs> but the, I just, it's not for me saying it. But anyways, so the schmittoris, the, the size of her schmittoris and like, he like saying that God left the tag on and that he feels like it's a zipper Ew. he needs to unzip. And supposedly he said something like, um, hold on, let me look this up because I don't want to say this wrong because this is actually really offensive and I don't. Oh, my God, these comments are so bad. OK, I'll read you some of them. Sorry. Trigger warning, yeah, Matt Rive saying horrible things. Am I supposed to F you or thumb wrestle you? I don't love a giant Schmidt actual word i don't want to look down and feel like god left the tag on you i don't want your p word to look like the gum from sausage party that's not even funny 
But just, he was so crass in this interview. And if I've told you all anything, listeners, for the love of God, hear me now. You do not know a man until you hear him talking with the boys or to the boys or with a group of men. I have thought I knew a man or like I've had guy friends that I was close with that the second they got around, like I thought I knew them because I had hung out with them like one-on-one or like in a group of other women or like people with same interests. And I'm talking specifically like cishet men and then seen them around other cishet men. Right. And they unleash all this shit and say things I never would have thought they would have said. And it's like, oh, I didn't Vile. know you. Yeah, yeah. All for the sake of what I think Matt Rife lives for, which is male validation. Because yeah. if you just look at this dude, like this dude, by all accounts, from what men say they want, right, um, is incredibly successful, making millions of dollars off women. I mean, women were predominantly his audience, and he knew that. Yeah. And he's loved by women. Like, women were worshiping the ground that he walked on, like, were defending him and his jokes. Like, he had a mil- like, a, like, literally, he had it all, but he could not deal with the fact that his audience was women. And yeah. he hated that fact so much, he was willing to throw away his audience and shit on women and and like it's shocking to me because he even said he's like this 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 stand-ups is for the boys or what the you know like this my my comedy's he's like you know like in one i I saw a podcast interview with him and like he was talking about his audience he's like yeah a lot of them are women like the guys there you know they don't even want to be there yeah they're forced to come yeah but they you know they probably bought the tickets and i was like ooh, misogyny Uh uh-oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you're, you're assuming the men bought the tickets. Okay, that's interesting. Just a little subtle jab there. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, but then they think it's really funny. And the girls who don't like it, that's fine. Like, maybe you didn't like comedy for the right reasons. Clearly, you resent your audience. You resent the women in your audience who like you because you're quote unquote attractive. Yeah. Clearly, like it, by saying you didn't like comedy for the right reasons. Okay, Matt Reif. I think most women probably knew he was cocky. I think most women probably knew he he was probably a D-bag, you know, but like, but like was kind of, he gave off like, I'm an a-hole, but I'm a comedian. Yeah, it's kind of like the woo-woo guys have their, like that, that uh, shield. Yes, I'm a lovable yeah, I'm, I'm a comedian. Like, you gotta yes. let it slide. I'm a comedian. But I'm sweet. Like, I'm funny. Yeah. I'm good looking. There is no doubt that Matt Reif knows his audience is primarily women. There's no doubt he knows his being viral. Because, again, this is not like he popped up on the scene and went viral. He has right. been on the scene. He has been struggling for years. The idea that having made himself a safe space and knowing that on this tour predominantly his audience was women 101 like most people want as a comedian want to do material their audience is gonna like matt rife knew for sure a majority of his audience was women he gets on that netflix special his first joke is a tasteless literally not even funny not even funny about domestic violence 
if you don't know the joke, essentially it's this. He's like, yeah, me and my boy went up to a restaurant and the girl at the front had a black eye and like, you know where she got that black eye. It's obvious where she got that black eye. And my boy's like, oh, I feel so bad for her. Like, maybe they should put her in the back in the kitchen, which I'm like, already. Here we go. Here yes. we go. Yeah. And he's like, if she knew how to cook, she wouldn't have that black eye. But um, that was his first joke. Yeah, and he literally said he was starting off strong with a domestic violence joke to see if y'all are gonna be fun or not. Wow. Yeah. Like he basically stuck his middle finger up at all the women in the audience. Said yeah. right off the bat, "I'm here for the boys." Yeah. Like, and his special is called natural selection which i feel like there's a lot to unpack in it just being called that in the first place <laughs> like, <sighs> what? like that's such a that's such like an incel he like, called it natural selection yeah let me let me verify that but i'm almost i wrote it down uh his special is called matt rife like natural selection um yep matt rife natural selection that's the special name oh that's a red flag yeah so it's like <laughs> It's like he was doing these podcast interviews to prep people because he knew that this was going to be a show for the bros. Like, he just didn't care. <laughs> I would have to wholeheartedly agree with you. It's like, the boys have been seeing you. Like, the boys yeah. have seen your stand-up. The boys are the ones in the comedy clubs. The boys are the ones that run the scene. Right. If anything, they they have already said no. And yet, when women bring you up out of obscurity, and, you know, people like, woo's of his own talents, it's like, sure. It, well, honestly, I think it was a lot based on his own face. But, you know, his crowd work was good. But, like, women were viewing, women were paying to see him based on what he presented. Right. And a lot of these podcast interviews didn't come out until recently. Like, some of these women would not have seen some of the stuff he's been saying when they would have purchased yeah. the tickets, right? Yeah, they would have just probably seen, like, his posts about his, like, crowd work and stuff, mm -hmm. which is the majority of what he puts on his social media. It's That's what gets the most interaction are those witty, like, uh, improv moments with the yeah. crowd. Off the cuff. That's yeah. because his material is shit. It is. It's not funny. In the first, I didn't make it through the whole special. I don't even Most watch Most people it. I don't didn't. even want to. Yeah. It's like the first 20 minutes or 15, 15 minutes is all digs at women. It's like pussy yes. jokes. Yes. It's like, uh, it's ripping apart women who, who are into like astrology and crystals. Oh my God. Calling them stupid. It's, it's like the most sexist shit. Blow, blow, bullshit. Punching oh. down. Yes. But it's not like, even funny. It's like literally that annoying guy the guy who thought he was funny i'm not talking about the popular funny guy i'm talking about the guy in the lower tier who thought yeah. he was funny and like made jokes about girls and then you'd be like what'd you say and he'd be like nothing that's what it was yeah, like it's not it even like, fresh it's like no. the, it's like just it's like high school shit overdone jokes that are not it's like and i you know i'm sure I, I could hear a guy saying like, well, yeah, you're, you don't think it's funny because you're a girl, but like the boys, that's like our style. That's our humor. Like it's so overdone. It's so old. It's so like, yeah, he, he's not even bringing anything fresh to the table. He's just a misogynistic pig and shit. <laughs> pig shit. Yeah. No, but pig really, shit. because the other thing is like, I have a, I have a sense of humor. I laugh about a lot of things and like just 
looking at humor, just looking at the joke. It's not a well-done joke. There's not particularly a punchline. It's not yeah. new. It's a joke that's been done so many times before. It doesn't have a good setup, doesn't have a good punchline. It's just not a well-formed joke. None of his jokes were, were particularly well-structured. They were just like, like punching down at different groups. Yeah. And it was kind of amazing to see him be so anti-woman. Like even in the way he phrased the joke, like it, it wasn't just like he was yeah. like, oh, girls and you know, like women really love astrology or no, whatever. He was He's like, like, you sound stupid. You sound so fucking dumb. Like if I, if I have to hear ladies one more time, blame their bad choices on yeah. Mercury. He says, I'll kill you myself in one of his jokes about. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not. And I, I did, when I started watching it, I was like, all right, I'm going into this hot. I feel like I'm looking for things to be mad about. I need to like try, try to get out of that headspace and like really watch it and see if there's something funny. If this is like a comedy special that people would laugh at. And it was, it was just cringy. Like the whole yeah. thing was cringy and I haven't made it through the whole special, but it was like, you're starting off just going hard on women and like making like, a grandma joke sorry for the language but like Ugh. ew ew <laughs> but like even even in the astrology joke he made some reference to like oh because jupiter has a ring and you don't yep and there's yep. so many layers because first of all if you're gonna make a ring joke go with saturn you dumb idiot like my guy <laughs> jupiter does have rings technically but like when one thinks about the planets and rings saturn should be top of mind like this oh dude God doesn't think these aren't good jokes and then it's yeah. like like if anything Mer like mercury retrograde like like that's not even related to women being single it's not like women like i'm single because mercury retrograde it's like you're literally you want to shit on women so you're shitting on something women love and yeah. then mansplaining their emotions to them like mansplaining their interest because god forbid a woman love anything because we hate women's joy but like even just the idea of like within that hating of women's joy and what he knows women love he throws in that extra dig of like because you can't get a ring it's like just say you hate him just say yeah. i mean you basically have he was like <laughs> this special is for men he literally was saying that it's like you hate the women that brought you up. I get it. Yeah. You're still that boy from Wild Out trying to get with Zendaya. You're still that guy that got rejected by Zendaya. Because, by the way, have you seen that when he... I have, but not, like, in the context of this conversation, like, the downfall of Matt Rife. I have seen it, but I, I didn't, like, watch it through that lens, but... So it's pre-glow yeah, up. <laughs> pre-glow up, and he... He was a little dork. He was a little dork. Big dork. Little big dork. But he baby. like he's like, hey, Zendaya. And like there's also like, I don't want to speak as a white person, but like there is a lot of talk about the way that he like takes up, like, like tries to cosplay, like uses a vernacular yeah. of a person yeah. of color. And like I'm bringing that up because it comes into his joke. He's like, I wanna be black, you're mixed let's make some life choices and then so th the game is like they have water in their mouth he's trying to get him to spit it out he grabs her face and is like spit that water out so i can get your number and she like pulls back and then like her team actually kind of comes forward because they're like whoa like don't touch her like she was at that point a famous I didn't person see that yeah he grabs her face 
even yeah. I, that was a while ago, but she was like a large star and he was no one. And he felt he had the right to touch her. Yeah. And he actually did a video about it. Like once he was viral and famous and was like, everybody sings Zendaya, uh, Zendaya rejected me. This was my first red flag. It's like, everybody sings Zendaya rejected me. It's a show. It's for a show. Like it's for comedy. And then he like cut to himself fake crying. But it's like, you're that insecure. You're yeah. that wildly insecure because dude, there is no question Zendaya would have rejected you. So the fact that you just years later felt like you needed to make a video to under the guise of comedy. Right. <laughs> As like, everything he does. I hate yeah. women under the guise of comedy. It was just like, I was like, dude, how insecure are you? And like, yeah. again, it's just like showcasing like when men are misogynist, they are living for the boys. They are living yeah. for male validation because he had all the women's validation and that was not enough. And he was willing to throw his fan base under the bus to get what to do what he thought would get male validation. Right. And what he thought would get male validation was shitting on women. He also like, this is part of the special. He was like, listen. I I am I don't have feelings. I'm dead inside. You can say whatever you want about me, but if you do, I'm gonna make you cry. And he's like, I'm just like, you know, you strike first, I'm going to verbally destroy you. And I was like, that's mad, mad. People who are <laughs> really secure don't feel the need to do that Methinks thou doth protest too much Methinks you are a sensitive little boy <laughs> if you feel like you need to uh, listen i don't even i don't even care okay i don't, I don't, I don't even care. care but if you do if you try to come for me oh I, I will verbally annihilate you. you i will end you with my big man words okay i don't even care but i care so much but i don't yeah, care himself at all away yeah and and that's what I'm, it's like it is very, very like the stereotypical, like insecure guy, because yeah. even though he has the looks, even though he has the, the validation from women, it's not enough for him. And he cannot yeah. let go of his disdain. And yeah. he's mad that it's women who are building him up. Yeah, makes sense. And so he lashes out because he's still that same guy. And yeah the way that he talks about women and like the way that he speaks to women and it's just it, honestly like it's not even just women he was punching down like he punches down a lot yeah. um but he also i don't know if you saw this part in the special kate this is going to piss you off in particular so like <sighs> sorry about that did you see when he was referencing the guy he went to school with who was special needs i believe he called oh him? god no <laughs> well I did because I saw the clips and he was this part. You're going to lose it. He was referencing how God, because in case anyone needs to know, he was wearing a cross necklace for his special oh, because he's, he's a man, a man of, God. of God now. <laughs> he's, when he's talking oh, about you. big old Schmitz and Jesus, because that's what Matt Rife's about. Uh, oh, wait, excuse me. He doesn't like big, big Schmitz. He likes godly godly tiny schmitz i guess oh kill me um anywho maybe i'll cut that up but so matt he's got that cross on and he's like you know god god blesses people in other ways he's like 
you know, my some relative, he said, had autism. Um, but then he's like, and this guy, I think it's, it was Alex. I'm, I'm not positive, but some guy who went to school, he's like, he had a huge, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a huge whatever. And the joke continued where he said he was special needs, I believe was the start of the joke. And then he's like, you know, he he we're in the locker room and he takes his pants off and it's like, oh, that's where that extra chromosome goes. Oh, yeah, I'm not joking. That was the joke. Uh, other things he said. That doesn't like, even make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's stupid. It's stupid. He's talking about someone with Down syndrome having a large penis. That's what he's talking about. That feels very disgusting gross predatory and yeah like... so so he's like he's such a nice guy let me just see some of the quotes he's like he's such a nice guy i hope he's hurting someone right now oh my god meaning with his <laughs> big whatever and then he says she's the one that needs the helmet mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because i guess he thinks it's really know. funny to make jokes my about... jaws on the floor for i know people who can't see my face I, I don't i'm even so know sorry to everyone who's listening i'm so sorry but like, and uh, he said he had dick you down syndrome. They joked he had dick you down syndrome. And then he made a short bus long dick joke. And then I'm, he said- I'm he, like sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I, I no, tried to warn I you. Mean... And then he said he would pummel. They He was like, I'd take it out, um, out on him in dodgeball. Cause it's like, you're not even using it. No, uh, this is a person. I don't know if this person's real but the joke is god i hope are, not like these are all jokes like it's alarming that this even crosses his mind <laughs> if it's not a joke I, it's like it, yeah it's i don't know which is worse problem in and of itself <laughs> yeah which is is it worse that your brain constructed this but it's like i've heard someone say that a, a good way of figuring out how offensive a joke is because like this joke is obviously offensive right but it's like yeah. if you take away that one part like um there's a woman there's a, a woman who's a comedian who i don't know i'm not gonna name her because i don't like her but <laughs> she did she went viral like a long time ago on youtube for doing like a nail salon oh where she was yeah. she's i believe she's mexican but she's she's not i know who you're talking but about. she did a, the you know she did a voice yeah. um anyways but someone was like it's not funny because if you take away the horrible the accent that she's doing if you take that away is there any joke like if yeah. you just did it in a normal voice and i think that applies here like if you like all of these jokes the only part of the joke is that he that this guy has special needs as he said yeah. or has down syndrome that's the only thing that's like supposed yeah, to I mean, be funny it's, it's not funny down <laughs> yeah the misogyny is so strong that like he's like yeah but i'm saying he's uh, he's well endowed so like yeah really, and it's, it's a compliment weird <laughs> i know but that's how that's how deep his misogynism like, is he's like yeah i'm kind of you know i'm kind of making jokes but i'm actually complimenting him it's like why are you he was like they why are you like, looking at it that's what they say he's like we would all be looking at it in the locker room i'm like what? bro well, this is an admission <laughs> This yeah, is the like time a, to unpack that in therapy, brother. We start calling the, the police. Like this is oh, this is God. some disturbing shit you're saying here. Yeah, this is this is his first Netflix special, right? He Correct. doesn't have anything no. else. Yeah, that blows my mind that he would go so hard on something that comedians rely so heavily on, like getting repeated 
Netflix specials, that's huge for comedians. That's like Nate Bargatze and Tom Segura and like all these guys who have these multiple, <sighs> he's alienating his entire audience right off the bat with his very first special. He, he's so cocky. I think he thinks like, despite the fact that men have been seeing him, like it's he's been out and about you know what i'm saying like yeah he's so cocky that he's like oh men just haven't heard my jokes men just haven't been to my shows like i think he can't accept he sees all women there and he's like no 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 if men really heard my jokes they would see how fun i am i just need to do the jokes that appeal to him which also shows you this is what he thinks men want to hear yeah this is his opinion oh because he is targeting them he said he is he thinks that men want to hear domestic violence jokes, jokes about yeah. people with Down syndrome, and uh, like even the like the you're like stupid. the comedy of the nineties. Yeah, like, it, horrible. You're stupid if you like astrology. Like, there's a way if he wanted. I get it. Like, if he wants to diversify his audience, like there are so many other ways to do that without punching down on women and without targeting women insulting women's intelligence telling them they're gonna die alone telling them they're you know it's just oh it it's makes disgusting. me so mad it's like i i i'm realizing now i just referenced tom segura who's also an absolute pig but he owns it so i feel like there's at least he's stayed consistent over the years but like Matt Rife is doing a complete 180. Like he has yes. he has gained his fame off of women and is now like, yeah, f you. I'm here now with a Netflix special. So I'm gonna talk to my boys. It's really the most telling thing. It's like, yeah, I'll use you. I'll use you to build up my fame. I'll continue. Like he could have changed up his humor since 2022 when he started going like any the, no. all those clips, all those shows he's been doing, he could have changed up his humor. Nope. But he didn't. He used women, he used that viral fame. And then when he got to the big league he was like oh actually screw women F you i'm gonna yeah. make jokes at your expense literally i'm gonna make jokes about domestic violence first joke out, like set the tone of how i feel about you a woman in the kitchen joke like not <laughs> black a beaten a beaten woman who should be in the kitchen so, so tired <laughs> so tired but also like misogyny is so strong because it's like even for the sake of his own career he couldn't like yeah. it would have been easy for him like it, i just think he must be a bad comedian because punching down's the easiest thing you can do yeah because like he couldn't come up with jokes like clearly yeah. like he didn't he only came up with punching down which every like any comedian will tell you punching down's the easiest thing to do true i guess i can't say it would be easy for him to to do it any other way to gain more of a male audience because that would take uh talent <laughs> yeah there's he could have done a special in a way that would get him men but but it's like it's the arrogance to me of like no men just haven't seen me yet no 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 men would love me they just haven't seen me enough if they saw me and the real me and my comedy i don't want to be associated with these women i need to show i'm not associated with these women i'm a guy's guy really oh yeah like it's literally watching misogyny play out it's just like yeah. watching the personification of misogyny yeah this is kind of a tangent too but i know you you did some i think on your tiktok uh connections between like pick me girls and nice yes. guys 
And I've seen some TikToks talking about how like the women who are sticking with him now that Mm -hmm. this stuff is coming out are largely like the mean girls, like the girls I've seen, I I don't know who it was. I can't remember, but somebody was like, it's funny because like the ones defending him are like the girls who were assholes in high school, the Mm -hmm. girls who were pick me girls. And it's like, yeah, because those jokes are like, you know, they're with the boys. Like it's just a joke. They're high school punch down jokes because they are immature because they come from a place like pick me's in order to be a pick me girl, you have to somehow in your own mind think that when men say that stuff they're joking or it's it's just a joke because they've been told that you know it's just a joke like lighten up like and so they have to believe that it's a joke they have to believe that they don't mean it or that you know they wouldn't be the ones they're joking about i don't care about astrology i'm not the one he's talking about i'm special they have to believe that in order to survive being around the men that they're around. And so they're doing what they've always done, which is want his approval. Like it's almost as if these girls think that Matt Rife is going to like see their comment and be like, Ooh, this one, I'm going to, I'm going to get with her. She's defending me in the comment section. And it's like, this man is blatantly saying, I don't want you. I don't care about you. Like, that's the thing is it's like, He's he's yeah. saying you're not worth as much to him. Like he is willing oh. to lose his fan base in order to get men. He would rather have men than millions of dollars. I don't think he thinks he's going to lose anything. I think he thinks he actually is so funny and so charming. And like, you know, a lot of stand-up comedians have that viewpoint of like, if I just had my break or whatever, and like, it's the crowd or it's the this or it's, you know, whatever else, rather than it's the material, um, which yeah. is the case here. But it's like, I really do think he thinks once he really outs himself as like a funny a guy's guy comedian he's gonna blow up yeah not realizing he's sacrificing pretty much his whole fan base yeah and it's interesting to think back now i'm like i'm realizing or remembering some uh what i had thought at the time were like charming videos of him Mm -hmm. and like now remembering them in a different light like the the one i referenced before where the girl had the seizure in the front row and it was this very like he stopped the show and he was like we need a doctor we need emts they call up the girl like recovers she's an epileptic it's something she deals with so it was like she could sit back down and enjoy the rest of the show and then it like shows him taking a picture but he's like calling her like sweetie or sweetheart or like using these at the time felt like very charming language towards her and now it's like it's like almost degrading to think back on how he was speaking to her and then I I remember at one point she like wants to take a picture with him and she's like will you give me a kiss on the cheek I think she asked and he goes Mm -hmm. he's like no I can't kiss your cheek but I'll kiss your head and then like like kisses her on top of the head for a picture or something and it's Mm -hmm. like like you said he doesn't want you yeah patronizing yeah Yeah. and there's other ones like i remember with like an an older woman i think she's there with her daughter or something and the woman the gilf one is that the one where he's like gilf and i think so it's uh, it was like a blonde a white blonde lady and she's like being really she's like objectifying him and like kind of firing back with some like suggestive comments about wanting to like get with him or whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like he's so under the guise of comedy he's very like degrading towards her like being very blatant like i don't want you like yeah no thanks like type of well and i'm glad you point that out because there is also the dynamic of in crowd work someone is 
participating with you, right? Someone's engaging with you. And most of the time, unless it's like crowd work, which he also does this kind as well, which is like, I'm asking you a question, you're responding. But a lot of the times when you see crowd work that goes viral, it is someone is being annoying, someone is talking, heckling. heckling. Yeah. So there's like a takedown element. And so I think when we would see these moments of him being a little bit objectifying a little bit or or maybe negative it was like oh it's this banter because this woman is doing something to him or it's it's caused by what this person is doing and then when he's talking alone with no one to work off of and he's still showcasing these very misogynistic sexist jokes you're like oh no it's just you it's not you playing off of what's happening that's just who you are and like I want to bring up something that I heard one of my red flags for him because like I think if anything it's important when people out themselves to be whatever misogynist dirtbags um to think of the moments right that we had that gut feeling and like you like you're like oh looking back that was kind of weird um there was a interview I think it was with Whitney Cummings but I don't if that's wrong just forget it (laughs) but that sounds right but I feel like I know what you're talking about she was saying that there was a red flag if people don't talk to their exes. And he said, I'll give you a better red flag. It's if people still talk to their exes. And he told some story about, he's like, yeah, my ex had these guys who she couldn't stop talking to because she didn't want to ruin the friendship. And then I like look into the messages and he's flirting with her, except the second we broke up, boom, I'm blocked. And I remember watching that and being like, ooh, so a girl who is known for staying in touch with her exes, who doesn't want to hurt her ex's feelings, the minute you broke up, she blocked you. Yeah. Why? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Matt, Matt, what'd you do, Matt? As someone who, you know, blocks people who are very toxic, like you're showing that this girl has a pattern of not doing that. Why'd she break the pattern for you? Yeah. And additionally, he has another clip that people kind of flagged where he was like, yeah, I did this one thing that was bad, but her reaction, her reaction to that thing was what was really crazy. And that's, he blatantly said that in one of his interviews. And it's like, I'm sorry, did you say the quiet part out loud? Did you just say (laughs) that like the bad thing you did wasn't the problem, but her reaction to the bad thing you did was the issue, which is like, gaslighter manipulator 101 yeah yeah he gives himself away i'm trying to find uh the exact quote because there's um a whole thing when when pete davidson started dating kate beckinsale matt reif said something and then he like ended up like taking it back and apologizing oh he told pete davidson to run (laughs) classic (laughs) from kate beckinsale yeah okay (laughs) okay and then he said later on in his apology he said i gave that advice because i was only speaking from personal experience having been together and finding out that we weren't the most compatible match and it's like then shut up dude shut up dude (laughs) shut up shut Shut up it's just like so um because like honestly and truly i'm sorry like if you're a stand-up comedian listening to this i don't know what to say if you're a man i mean um (laughs) I know some bomb-ass female comedians. Actually, I know comedians of every gender who are pretty bomb. But anyways, some of the most insecure men I have ever met in my life 
were stand-up comedians and they would go up on stage and they would act like they thought they were the shit and they would be so cocky and they would hang out with their group of guy friends and like literally it was like the biggest like pissing contest it was just like who's the funniest dude in the room and they would just like rip on each other and just like it was like a constant competition to be the funniest and the most charming. And then like, you know, I'd hang out with them in private and they would just be like, Oh, I can't like, they'd laugh in the moment and then come back. Like, Oh, I can't believe they said that about me. And like, Oh, the, the audience didn't react the way they should have and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, they were so like, so on the one hand dead set on coming across as like, I don't, I don't even care. I'm chill. I'm cool. I'm just a funny guy. Well, simultaneously being deeply hurt. insecure and butthurt about everything and it's just so bizarre and like just to see this man who has it all be like hmm no you know what i'm i'm a boy's boy i don't care about women actually they're the ones that made me famous and they're the ones that pay my bills and they're the ones who have lifted me up uh but them actually because boys let me tell you a dv joke let me let me talk about (laughs) some astrology like if i was gonna do prior to this first of all i wouldn't even think of jokes this bad but prior to the special like if i was like if you're like reagan do do a stand-up set from a misogynist who hates women like uh girls you see those girls with those crystals those (laughs) girls who, who do astrology dumb that was dumb they're bitches. so stupid they're so get stupid. back in the kitchen get back in the kitchen okay make like, me a sandwich it's <sighs> just so juvenile yeah. and so like if you saw this if you saw his set like out at a comedy show you'd be like oh oh woof yeah buddy and that's like what i feel like a lot of the reactions that i was starting to see before this all came out was like women being like i'm really sorry to say this i'm gonna be honest it sucked like yeah (laughs) we're like yeah like i can't even sugarcoat this it was not good like (laughs) and i feel like he's like it's just bizarre though because like the only people or the people i feel like who would like those jokes would be like more like incel people right yeah um but they're never gonna like matt rife because he's so attractive yeah, he's got like, everything that they want and right. can't have. Yeah. I I wonder if he was maybe this is pure speculation, but like That's all we've been doing, Kate. This yeah. this is called the speculation, speculation podcast. <laughs> but like it, it's been a couple of months of me seeing that like this, this these women being disappointed and let down right. because of this tour that he went on and maybe I mean given I don't know when the Netflix special was filmed, but Right. Maybe he really started realizing, like, eh, yeah, they're catching on to me. Like, I might as well just go for it. Like, here we go. I'm. This isn't gonna last because these women are now. I'm. I got popular in the last year, year and a half. And once they come to one of my shows, it's all gonna go downhill. I might as well just aim for the boys. Go hard. Like, and it's like he could have been one of the boys without degrading women. Yeah, he could have that's... been one of the boys without insulting and making jokes about beating them like seriously and how far we've come with like the me too movement and just like not tolerating this type of shit anymore and not thinking it's funny and not supporting it and 
and not allowing it. It's like, what, what are you even, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like I said, it's like nineties comedy. It's like the type of shit that, that is in like the old movies that you watch now. And you're like, Ooh, that didn't, that didn't pass the, the I mean, check that didn't age. Well, like I swear to God, he got, it just got too big for his britches. It was literally like a guy who never got girls gets hot. All of a sudden he's hanging out with like, his dream is probably to be, with other male comedians like that's probably yeah. his dream is to be loved and adored by them and so he probably was around them more right <sighs> and then like he's getting to say his true feelings are coming out in podcasts he's realizing there's a space for him to be horrible because he was getting laughs from the guys on those podcasts when he was saying that horrible shit and like one of the hosts the stiff sock podcast i think it is one of the hosts on that was, I know, one of the hosts was like, oh, you know, it's just kind of how it gets sometimes when you've been shooting the shit for an hour. And it's like, no, no, I've shoot the shit on this podcast for three, four <laughs> hours with you before. And I've never once wanted to talk about Schmitz and the size yeah. of them and degrade women or degrade men. Like, right. I don't want to degrade. I think it's about time we start talking. <laughs> Meaning, let's talk about vaginas. Let's shift this conversation over to some big old donkey tongs. Oh no! <laughs> donkey tongs. I've been thinking about that for weeks. It's just been, it's been, it's been brewing. It's time. When I look for, for it's I don't the way want, of conversation. We talk about private parts. I can't even <laughs> joke about this conversation because I can't say any words. <laughs> It's like new the girl. It's like um, uh, Jess on New Girl when she's like, "Penis, penis, penis." Yeah, I'm horrified by the sound of it. Let alone the sight. Uh. Uh, Kate, we're gonna have to cut it. Hold on, we have so much more to say about Matt Rife, but um, <sighs> we have run out of time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack. Come back for part two. Come back for part two of us shredding Matt Rife. Uh, and all that he stands for. Uh, but also, make sure to check out our Patreon. We have a Patreon for the F the Nice Guy podcast that has Patreon-exclusive episodes. Kate, you have an episode on there talking about Love is Blind. Oh, oh. oh yeah. That was another good one I got heated for. When don't we get heated? When aren't I don't we know. My blood boils every time I talk to I you. know. Again. <laughs> Reagan, I'm gonna be a trigger for you now. Every time you see me, you're gonna just be mad. My blood pressure increases. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, but I wanted to give a huge shout out to Sharon and Kaylee, who are two of our new patrons. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you are one of the many reasons that this podcast is possible. So thank you. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon to see the extra content, the Patreon exclusive episodes. I do polls sometimes to see what you want to hear. And it's just a nice community. So if you want to join that, make sure to check out the Patreon. It'll be in the episode links. And make sure to come back next week. Part two of Wild and Out to DV Netflix special. Oh, the God. Matt Rife takedown. I've been grinding my teeth this whole time. Too bad you don't have veneers like good old Matt. <laughs> You're gonna go from to the current Matt Matt teeth to pre veneer Matt teeth just from grinding your teeth. <laughs> little baby Matt. You just a little baby Matt. No, I would never insult you that way. So make sure to come back next week for part two of this episode. Uh, thank you again to Kate. Thank you to everyone who's listening. And as always, my friends, F the nice guy. <laughs>